Hello and welcome back to the Steph Gorton Show. I cannot believe that we are so close to 2023. When I was in Thailand with Tim, we sat down and we did our entire 2023 plan and it felt so good to do this exercise. So we planned out everything that we are doing next year to not only grow the business, but some stuff that we're really looking forward to in our personal life as well. Some of those things include we're running a couple of two more Bali retreats next year. So if you're interested in coming on a business retreat with us, definitely only two available to join us on. And a couple more launches for some really exciting new courses that I'm going to be bringing out next year. And of course, as always, refining our purpose and profit mastermind to make sure that it is incredible for our clients and delivering not only the incredible results that we have been, but even better results because we want always to do better and better. I'm also planning in a little Europe trip next June or July. So if you're wanting to meet us in Europe, let us know because we will so be there. We're so excited because Tim's actually from Germany. So it's going to be really nice to go and basically just watch him speak German and have no idea what's going on. (laughs) But looking forward to 2023 meant that I had to look back first. I really encourage you to first look back at the year that we've just had, 2022, what worked, what didn't, what would you change? What would you do again? And really making sure that you're planning those things into next year. And one of the things that I really want to focus on for next year is like, I think it's something that I've always prided myself on. And and especially on this podcast, if you've been listening for a long time, first of all, thank you. It means the world. But second of all, you'll notice that I'm pretty vulnerable. I I share pretty, pretty vulnerably stuff that that goes on in my world and, and failures that I've had and things like that. But this episode is quite vulnerable. So I'm going to be sharing with you three things that I am leaving behind in 2023. And the reason I'm sharing this with you is because, yes, 2022 has been a huge year for us, like the biggest yet. Every year, especially in my business, but also for Tim's, every year my business has just gotten bigger and bigger. But this year it quantum leaped. Like this year we went from, you know, making eight to nine thousand dollars, sometimes ten thousand dollars a month to 120, 130, 140 thousand dollar months, really consistently, higher profit margins, more opportunities, more growth, more clients than ever before. And that's all incredible. Except and I speak about that a lot. I speak about all of the success that we've had, but I don't often talk about some of the things that maybe haven't been as helpful for me to grow the business in the way that I want to and and some of the unhealthy habits that have also been formed in that time. And so I want to be really honest with you about what those look like in the hopes that you can see yourself in them and learn from them without having to live through them like I have, but also just so that you can see that I'm just like you, a real human being that is on this roller coaster of a journey called business. And it's not always perfect. It's definitely not always perfect. And it's not always easy. And I also make mistakes because we're all human. And just making sure that I'm putting myself on this platform and every platform to show you that it's not always perfect. So I'm going to dive into what my three things are. The three things that I'm leaving behind in 2023. The first one is not asking for support. So next year, I'm going to be asking for a lot more support. I really truly believe that the way you do anything is the way that you do everything. And 
as an only child, the only person I've ever really had to rely on is me. And so I find it really hard to ask others for support. And I think also as women, we've been conditioned not to ask for help and not to ask for support. We've been told to stay quiet and to just handle it, that we're too emotional and, you know, all of those things. And the more that I've dived into the self-development world and into things like NLP and my own personal mindset study, the more I've generated and created the tools in my tool belt to be able to catch myself when I fall. And that's been amazing because it does mean that I can self-soothe quite a bit. However, it also means that sometimes I'm just not very good at asking for help when I need it. And this manifests itself in every area of my life because the way you do anything is the way you do everything, right? So this manifests itself in when I'm looking after my parents. You know, as an only child, I'm the only person that can look after them. That's what I tell myself sometimes when actually there's a whole host of really incredible government resources that are available to me to be able to use and utilize for support. This manifests itself in my business with my team. You know, there are some things where I'm like, oh, I'll just do it or I feel bad asking for help and so I won't do it. Or it's just easier for me to do it because I know how and it would be too hard to train somebody in it. Or even just not wanting to overwhelm my team and so just thinking that I'll do it myself. But the reality is that when I do that, I get into that cycle of working too hard, of also doing shit that I hate that someone else in my team loves doing. And the real outcome of that is that, you know, if the energy leads from the top, which it always does in a business, the energy always comes from the leader or the CEO or the director. If the energy leads from the top and my energy is drained, then my team's energy is drained and then they're not able to show up for my clients and the whole business suffers because I am not looking after myself. So I need to ask for support from my team. And this manifests itself in my relationship with Tim. You know, it's like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll grab this. I'll go to the shops. I'll feed the dogs. I'll, you know, do the washing up. I'll clean up. I'll make the beds. I'll buy the stuff. I'll get the Christmas presents. Like it's very easy to just take on the role and not ask for help. But that's not going to be happening next year. And, and in the later parts of this year, it's been really, really nice to get on the same page with Tim and my team and my parents and let them know that, I guess, really communicate those boundaries, but let them know that I am going to be leaning on them more for support. And actually, they love it, which is the funny part about it. This even manifests itself in the gym. So it's like, instead of asking for support in like, how do I do this movement or how could I get better or, you know, what other nutrition protocols could I follow to be able to, you know, get the results that I'm after? Sometimes I just think, oh, you're the gym owner, you should know it, you know, but I've got to remind myself regularly and honestly that my background has not been in the fitness industry. And just because I am the co-owner of this gym doesn't mean I have to know everything about fitness and nutrition and health. And so it's okay to ask for support. And so I really want to look, I want you to look at the way that you do anything and is it actually affecting everything in your world? Over the last few months, I have started leaning on others for support and it's allowed me to take time off to get married and have a honeymoon and completely switch off. My team handled the business completely for me. I literally didn't do anything for like two and a half weeks but we still made $60,000 in new sales and $90,000 in recurring revenue. And my clients got all the support that they needed and still got results. So that leads me to believe that we can actually trust in our teams, of course, and take that space and time to recharge, right? 
in trusting others for support, I've also been able to spend more time off my laptop and plugging back into life. And that's looked more like seeing my friends more often and more date days with Tim and nights and long afternoon hangouts with my family and reading more books and doing some study. And even more recently, I've started playing Call of Duty on PlayStation, which I didn't think that I would get into, but actually totally into (laughs) as a really fun, fast way to switch off. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that on my podcast. Uh, But you know, you can't help what you're into. I've always, you know what, guys, I used to love, I don't know about you guys, but I used to love The Sims, the game on PC back in the day. And I used to love PlayStation as a little girl. It brings out the little gamer in me. So I've been finding that quite fun lately. But in asking for support, I guess a really big one for me outside of those ones that I just mentioned has been actually being able to call on friends when things are hard. As an only child, because I haven't really ever had those people to turn to, that's been really uncomfortable for me. And the thing that's been most uncomfortable about that has been allowing myself to not have all of the answers all of the time. I, I think the curse of the only child is that you think that you're always right or you grow up thinking that you're always right because you've never had anyone to really to argue with. <laughs> and so, you know, just admitting to myself that it's okay that you don't have all the answers and it's okay that you don't know what to do right now. And it's okay that even if you do know what to do, that you just need to be supported and listened to and heard out and just to feel seen and heard. And that's okay because you're also just a human too. You're not just a business coach. You're not just a marketing coach. You might happen to be a mindset coach. You might happen to have all those freaking amazing tools in your tool belt, but that doesn't mean that you don't need the support and deserve the support when you need it, okay? And so it's been really nice to be able to call on my friends at the end half of this year and allow myself to be vulnerable because ultimately, guys, the breakthrough only comes after the breakdown. And so you need to allow yourself to go there. You need to allow yourself to have that conversation with a friend and go, I just can't do it. I want to burn it all to the ground. It's all too hard. So-and-so said this about me online or whatever it is that's coming up for you, just to be seen, heard in it, reminded of your power, reminded that you're a good human, reminded that, you know, you really genuinely care about people and you're trying your best and you're allowed to make mistakes. And then to get back on the horse and get it shit done, right? So, The first thing I'm leaving behind in 2023 is I'm going to leave behind not asking for support. Next year, I'm going to be asking for all the support and being just so freaking grateful for the humans in my world. The second thing that I'm going to be leaving behind in 2023 is working for the sake of working. Oh, guys, it has been such a hard habit to break, even though I don't actually have to work many hours. Sometimes I just work for the sake of working because that's the way that we've been conditioned and that's the way that I've been conditioned personally. My parents have always worked hard. My dad's always had three jobs. You know, I got told that, you know, work hard, play hard, all those cultural things that we get told that you can outwork people, all of that stuff. And and sometimes I get trapped in the loop of, of working even when I really don't need to. And I guess this is my reminder for you that, 20% of what you do actually makes you 80% of your income. So the 20% of what I do is coaching mostly <laughs> because coaching makes us most of our income and you know creating new offers for our current clients and marketing really, right? So if we're doing marketing and we're doing coaching, our business is going to run. Everything else is amazing and it's going to add to it and it's going to help us to quantum leap, but it's actually not necessary. And so sometimes I can get caught in the habit of working for the sake of it because I feel like I should. Because I feel like if I just keep working, then I will get to X goal faster. But it's funny because it actually just does the opposite. And within a few weeks of performing this toxic trait of mine where I just keep working through, I'll burn out and get bored of my life and get ready to burn my business to the ground because I'm not enjoying it anymore, because I'm doing all the shit that I don't even enjoy doing really, but I'm just doing it for the sake of doing it because I feel like I should. 
And by just getting out of the house for an hour or two in the middle of the day or in the early afternoon, like clocking off at 2 p.m., I feel so much more grateful for life and so much more lit up. And I actually get more inspired to work from taking time out than I do from sitting at my laptop. Sitting down at the beach for an hour fuels my soul and it makes me want to do even more, to help people even more, to help people have this experience, to do the things I friggin' love to do from a place of being totally lit up rather than exhausted and working from a place of scarcity and desperation to hit my goals. And I guess my big reminder to you here is, your energetics are just as important as your strategy. And I'm going to say it again for effect. Your energetics are just as important as your strategy. Your strategy will do nothing if you are burnt out, if you are tired, and if you don't want to do the freaking work, that's going to show all day long in your business. But if you are lit up, excited, and on purpose, I promise you opportunities are going to attract, shit is going to blow up for you, things are going to be good. So next year, I am letting go of working for the sake of working and I'm only going to work and do absolutely what I need to. And for the rest of the time, I'm going to go out and live my damn life because I've bloody earned it. And probably so have you. And the third thing that I'm leaving behind in 2023 is making things hard. And Tim is going to love this one (laughs) because Tim will tell you that I am the queen of making things hard. If there is a process, I tend to find a way to overcomplicate it by trying to think of everything that could possibly go wrong and prevent all the things happening all at once and literally trying to consider everybody's feelings and how it's going to play out in every single scenario. And what that does is two things. One, it takes ages to get anything done and to even make a decision on the process in the first place. And so because of that, we delay the reward, we delay the result, right? And two, it complicates the process, which costs time and money right? So when we have a long process, a long complicated process, it means that it takes us longer to do it or my team longer to do it, which costs me time, which costs me money, which drives down our profit margins and burns out our team members and leaves the business vulnerable. Okay. So that is why making things hard is not good for your business. Okay. In these last few months of 2022, I have worked hard on simplifying. I have had the mantra that simple is better. And in every single aspect of my business, I have looked to simplify things. How can we make it simple? How can we take some of the steps out? How can we think further ahead and play the long game rather than the short game? And you could look at this in your own business too. So as an example, has your sales process got three steps or has it got eight steps? And so if your sales process is, you know, they inquire on your website and then you go back to them and you ask them some questions to find out if they're the right stage of business and then they come back to you with the answers and then you go back to them and you send them a link to book a call with you and then they come back to you and, you know, you need them to fill out another form so you send them another email and then you backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. By the time you get on the phone, you've had like nine interactions. That is a hard, complicated sales process, okay? Instead, they should be filling out a form on your website and booking the call straight away. If they're not the right fit from the form on your website, then you could have an auto email that goes out that says, unfortunately, we're not the right fit. Here's who we recommend. Or yes, you're an amazing fit. We're so excited to chat with you. Have the call, send the contract, make the sale, right? Much, much faster sales process. So how can you take some of the steps out? How can you simplify 
Another example of this could be your marketing plan. So, you know, have you got a, a scheduled process or are you just doing things ad hoc on the fly and overwhelming yourself? Okay. Because that on the fly posting strategy or that on the fly social media strategy is the reason that you're feeling so exhausted because you're feeling like you have to be creative and thinking about it all the time rather than thinking about it once and then not having to think about it again for a week. Okay. So it's about freeing up not just the time capacity and simplifying the time capacity. But if you're the business owner, which I'm sure you are because you're listening to this, you also need to free up, and I spoke about it just before, but the energetic capacity. Because if you're thinking about things all the time and thinking about, oh, I haven't posted, I need to get online, I need to reply to that email, I need to send that girl that contract, you know, I need to send her my calendar link so she can book in that call. If you're thinking about all that stuff all the time, that is why you are so easily burnt out, even when you feel like you're not doing enough. They are the reasons why your energetic capacity feels like it's at its wit's end, even though you're just doing the bare minimum to run your business. If you can create some really simplified processes, and the key to making simplified processes is to remove the emotion, okay? And I'm telling you, as somebody who lives it and who has been living it for five years in business, because I am the queen of making things hard, remember? As somebody who's been living this for five years, I'm telling you right now, the number one reason that I made things complicated was because I was too emotional about them, because I was worried about what she would think. Because when I was changing a process, I would think about one client, not all of my clients. I would think about the loud minority, the one client who's most likely to kick up. And then I would make the assumption that all clients are going to feel that way and that I wouldn't make the decision. When actually it would only be like 10% of my clients that would feel that way. And we'd be able to mitigate that by putting this extra thing in place, right? Or we could have a process or a response ready for if and when that does happen, right? The number one reason that you are overcomplicating your business is because you are emotional, because you feel like no one wants to get on the phone. You know, people don't like sales calls. My business is a living, breathing example that even if they don't like them, they will still get on them and that that will still serve your business because we've made over 984 sales calls this year and generated $1.2 million in revenue. And we're actually going up and up on that because our process includes a sales call. So you're telling yourself that something that works for so many businesses won't work for you purely because you have the belief system or the emotional connection to sales calls that you don't maybe like them or that you heard someone say that they don't like them, but you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. And there's that weird saying again, so that you are actually stopping yourself from receiving the results that you deserve. And you're making things really complicated and missing out on potential opportunities because you're buying into that emotion, you're buying into that belief system. Okay. And so in 2023, I am personally going to focus on continually simplifying our process, continually simplifying our business, and not even just simplifying that, but simplifying even in the way that I teach. You know, next year we're bringing out a course on email marketing, and I'm going to break email marketing down so that even a nine year old could understand it. It's going to be so damn simple. And when I'm teaching, simple is what I do. Simplifying things, simplifying complex concepts is what I do best. And yet in my own business, I really struggled to make that a reality until recently. So next year, I'm 100% letting go of making things hard. Simple is best. I'm 100% letting go of working for the sake of working and going to take more rest. And I'm 100% letting go of not asking for support because I deserve to be supported and I deserve to feel my best. I hope that you saw some of yourself in some of these points. And I hope that by me sharing that, you know, not everything is perfect over here in this world and that I'm still figuring things out as I go, that you feel connected and some sort of hope that 
you can move forward and, and that you're doing things right and it's okay if you're making mistakes and it's okay if it's not perfect and it's okay if you're still figuring it out because we all are. We are all in that same boat with you, okay, myself included. So, guys, if you loved today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you would share it on your social media and tag your biggest takeaway. Tag me. Let me know what you thought of it. I would love to have a conversation with you. If you saw yourself in any of these, send me a DM. It would be so nice to connect. Babe, thank you for tuning into today's episode. It means the absolute world to have you here with me. If you want more, head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources, along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz.